Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Hey everybody, it's me, Morgan Freeman, and I like the sound of my own voice. That's pretty good. Andy Dufresne. Welcome. Hey everybody. Wow, that was, um... I thought that was... That's pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank that's, you. That's one of your better ones. Yeah, it's just a little thing I call an impression. I really I think like it. the best part of it is you do the full costume. He's... That's Rob's right. going as this for Halloween. I have the prison outfit and the cool cab driver hat and uh, the uh, weird old glove. I was referring to the short hair and the earring. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the uh, updated uh, uh, Morgan new Morgan Freeman. The new Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. I have an earring and I am cool. <laughs> Do you know he, he owns a bar in Mississippi that makes no money? No, Actually, I'm not it, surprised. It, it loses money, but he, he loves it so much. It's part of his hometown, part of his heritage. Oh, that's great. But, you know, I guess when you're a famous movie star, you make millions and millions. It's okay to run a shabby little dive bar. and Tax write-off. Yeah, the worst thing you can. Hey, maybe it's a loss, right? So, Well, maybe it's a front for something else. He's definitely right. Yeah, maybe he's selling diamond earrings. Maybe. <laughs> or Kangol yeah. hats. Oh, no, that's that's Samuel L. Jackson. Blood diamond Ooh, earrings. Ooh, wow. What, what's what? Easy on that. Why? Why? Hey, Kango, that's a real... Uh, they could be a sponsor one day. Yeah, they could. Oh, okay. You don't want me talking about... I, I mean, I, I don't dislike Kangol. Kango. Is it, I, thought, I thought there was an L in there. No L. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let me look. I'm going to Google it real quick. So, hey, uh, this, is our, this is our Halloween episode, everybody. Yeah. This is Beer Blood in the Bayou. Beer Blood in the Bayou Halloween. I got James on the left. Got Brower in the middle. Hey, everybody. Got Ralph right here. Uh, I guess. Hey, James, what do you say you're going for as Hall- uh, for Halloween this year? I'm not dressing up this year. <laughs> well, he does dress up every weekend, so... That's right. There's That's that. Right. Why, why, would, why would you limit it just one day, one day a year? Uh, yeah. So um, my kids are going. Uh, and what, what's the what's the uh, budget cap? You think uh, for a Halloween costume for a eh, seven year old? Eighty five dollars. No, no, I was going to say fifteen. Whoa, 15 I'm 15, joking. Fifteen. I heard you talking about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, my rule is if you, my rule is if you can't buy it at a CVS, is it really a costume? No, no. It just it's not anything more than that. Out of well, balance. I think we spent uh, almost uh, $200 total. Nah, not quite. About $160 total on the two kids in their costumes. Yeah. American money. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm thinking that uh, wearing these one time, I, you know, I guess it's kind of like buying a bridesmaid's dress, I guess. Uh, but where else are you going to wear a Halloween costume? Kids wear them like the whole week, like in grocery stores and stuff. Yeah. Well, not this one. My uh, my son's a scary clown. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to be arrested. Yeah, with a bloody machete. And uh, my uh, little girl is a... Um, She's Mario riding on top of Yoshi. That's pretty cool. That's right. But the, the here's the kicker: the uh, the mustache, hat, and gloves were sold separately. So uh, surprise, surprise. Better start crocheting. Yeah, yeah. We bought them all. It was a total package. It was a very, so, very expensive. We're, we're very wealth. Sounds very wealth. Sounds very expensive. I was going to go to the uh, right. Halloween store that's on thirty uh, fourth and two ninety. About to pack up the five year old, and I look on Google Maps, and it says it just closed down. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess they had right before Halloween. You th- you'd think they were like uh, <laughs> no? You, think you know, you look on Google out. Maps and you look on, you look on Google Maps and you, yeah, it'll say like this business is still here. But somebody left a comment like angry. They said we drove like two hours. Someone needs to take this off Google Maps. Oh wow, that's weird. So it closed down. I was really excited though. He loves yeah. Halloween. Well, Ralph, want to tell us about this beer we have today? Yeah, Alamo Golden Ale. Um, Ooh, I have it in my hand now. Yeah, there it is. 
So I got a nice little care package from Mr. Zach Shanks from Alamo Brewing. Do you know? Do you remember Mr. Shanks? Of course I remember Zach. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. So it turned out that um, Zach was hosting a uh, a beer tasting for um, some engineers. In train wait, engineers? Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, train engineers. Like those chemical, like suspenders and a striped hat. Now there's a chemical. Oh, yeah, okay. there's a there was a downstream uh, convention in San Antonio, and uh, Zach was hosting a beer tasting at this event that my my pops was at. Can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead. That's like the most not being in the oil and gas industry, but yeah, sometimes hanging out with people that are and they start talking about work. It's like the most annoying thing ever. Downstream, upstream, downstream, top water, down water. Okay, so, so downstream, I'm a spelunker. It's like everyone's got their lingo to what they fucking do in so the da- industry. Downstream just refineries. I understand. Okay, but okay. it's whoa, like, whoa. it's <laughs> very annoying. Okay, I'm sorry, but y'all have your little talk. Y'all do. Okay, and then y'all yeah. start counting shares. Y'all start showing your Bank of America accounts and your friends. <laughs> your bank. My Bank you're of like, America accounts. Okay, you're like, look at all this money I made. Um, so yeah, yeah. That do that. So my dad, uh, he he was out, he was out there. He was at this beer tasting event, and this uh, this chap was uh, pouring beer, and of course. Good old dad, always trying to promote his son, started talking about I Fear No Beer in his blog. Oh. And then they got to talking. Does he listen? Nah, I hope not. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think he knows about this. Right. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe. He certainly, he certainly hasn't said anything about it. Um, so, yeah. So, he's talking about I Fear No Beer. They get to talking. He shows him the blog. And guess what? We know each other. So, thanks, Zach. You so, and your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad. And Zach. And uh, actually, everybody in this room knows Zach, so that's good. Yeah, it's a small yeah. world. Yeah, it's Just a like small Disney world. said. So, so Zach sent me a little care package with a bunch of beer, and uh, very, very nice. Thank you very much. Um, so, we're we're gonna review uh, Alamo Golden Ale. I mean, not really review it. Go ahead, bro. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, American Blonde Ale, five point one. Probably a uh, ABV. Easy yeah, it's great. So, this is my this is my favorite beer by Alamo. Must be a mainstay, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. Not a seasonal beer. Yep, it's going to be uh, kind of so. Uh, let's get let's uh, let's call it what it is, right? Uh, what Alamo beer from uh, San Antonio? A little on the yeah. nose, isn't yeah. it? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, you're not happy about it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Not yeah. a lot of thought, but it's fine. Anyhow, so yeah, that's good. So Have you had their uh, tape. What I really like, Brower finger fucked all of the glasses before. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Have you ever had their Davy Crockett Stout? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like the equivalent of, uh, you know, it's like uh, someone who opens a brewery in Dallas saying, hey, everybody, look, it's cowboy beer. Or uh, J.R. Ewing. I'm not clever enough to think of a joke there. Yeah. But right. anyway. So, so, if, so let's hold it up. Color. Well, of all, the things, of all the things a city could be known for, I think the Alamo is pretty fucking cool. Like no, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I read an article, though, like the top 10 things to not do in Texas. And the Alamo was on there because it's such a letdown for some people that come in from all over the world, and it's so small. Have you been to the Alamo? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a tiny. strip center. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It's built, like next to a massage place and a cricket store. Which, I mean, I think it's cool, but it's <laughs> kind of joking. not what people expect from no, the postcards. I mean, you have to really understand and know the history of, and to really appreciate it, which I do. Do you ever stand in the doorway of the Alamo and hear all the soldiers screaming? What? You can hear the spirit of the soldiers oh, yeah, oh, it's play, a, yeah. in the doorway. It's, it's the cars r- rushing by on the nearby highway. Uh, it's the soldiers' ghosts. I'm sorry to tell you. Okay. Anyway. All right. Let's give this right. beer a try. So let's look. So what we see, we hold it up color-wise. Very it's clear. Very clear. It's golden. A little bit of carb on there. Where there was a little more carb when we poured it. Let's do a quick sniff. Mm-hmm. Mm, smells kind of skunky. A, it doesn't smell skunky. We got You got some nice... Uh, Got some nice wheat, yeah, wheat, like wheat a honey notes. Smell, right? Yeah, some a little bit of honey, yeah, a little bit of fruit on there. It smells, yeah, fruity like apple juice. Yeah, there you go. I don't know about apple juice, but all let's, right, let's drink it. Right, let's drink it's it. Cheers, smelling. cheers, guys. Mm, not bad, pretty good. Yeah, Daily drinker, good. man, huh? Yeah, no, oh, it's yeah. a smooth, light. You know, Crisp, it's a refreshing. It has a it has a beer flavor. It's not full bodied. It's not gonna. I don't, I don't have to chew it down. Yeah, that's um, good. It's good. It's a beer flavored beer. Yeah, I could definitely drink. Easy drink. It. Yeah, on a hot day. Easy drink. A dozen of these or so. It's a cold day. It's What's cold the ABV? Uh, I want to say five one five one five zero one blues five five zero one five one five one. It's probably on the can, but you can five one percent. Yep. Research it. Brower doesn't want to touch the can. Yeah. Oh, sorry, so, I didn't see the can here. Anyhow, it was right in front of me. 
Cool. So, uh, what was everybody up to this weekend? Let's talk to you, Mr. Um, James. So, I actually have a question for y'all. Yeah. I didn't, it's definitely gotten colder, um, or cooler, but I'm not so sure that it's heater weather, and apparently last night in my house, it became the first night of heater weather without me knowing. Really? Because I woke up in pools of sweat <laughs> this morning, sunken into my mattress like a retention pond in a neighborhood, drenched in sweat. I like a prison up, mattress. I woke up and we had the downstairs air conditioning on full blast. Ugh. For some reason. It was ice cold. It was great. God, that'd be, that'd be a heaven. I just I woke, don't, I don't think that, I don't know when the right time is to run the heater. I woke up freezing this morning. No heater? Yeah, I woke up and I, you know, sleep in my underwear, get out. My big old weird fish belly yeah. walking down the stairs and it is fucking freezing. My fat ass is cold. I turn on the, the fireplace, you know, the, uh, yeah. So well, it was nice and <laughs> so, so opulent. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is insane. Well, I had to go down you, to the, you, base. well, first of all, I had to go down to the basement. I, I had passed to start, the maid's quarters. Yeah. yeah. I had, yeah. <laughs> you ring, you were ringing the bell and they weren't coming up. Yeah. I had I to start started. a couple of shovels full of coal to get it going and finally got some heat in the fireplace. You gave your valet the morning off. Yeah. So your fireplace, <laughs> your fireplace here at the Abbey, does it, is it remote control or clapper? Uh, no, we don't have remote. That's actually just like a little wall switch. You just turn it on and it, that's so amazing. I guess. I don't know. Not for a first date though. If you're on the couch and you're like, watch this baby, you need to get up and go over there and push the button. Yeah. You want a remote for that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, what, actually what I can do is I can put a smart switch on it and I can say, Alexa, let there be fire. God. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that you have wealth beyond your means. It's a little bit, a little dumb, I think. <laughs> you yeah. are, you're rich. Yeah. I mean, people know you in the I money know. world. It's, yeah, I know. It's, uh, they're not uh, really. Yeah. Money managers, listen up. Yeah. Hey, so uh, speaking of money managers, uh, how about those Astros, huh? Pulling out that dub last night. That was night, money. Right? They managed it. Hopefully, by the time people hear this, we've clinched the we, championship. We won the championship. Potentially, we I'm still gonna go out on a here and say that we win it at home. Well, we have to. Yeah, we have to. I'm saying we, but we really win it at home. Oh, you think we'll come back here and take it? Do you think they'll win today? They play game no. five today. No, they'll win. Cole's pitching. You think that he didn't win the first time? Yeah, but so what? Yeah, well, they were they were off, dude. They were really tired, and I think the Nats they were sleepy. I think yeah. the Nats had more rest than the Astros. Oh, so they did for sure. Well, yeah. So yeah. I think they were a little more refreshed. Yeah, they might not have been the right headspace. They were coming down off a pretty big uh, high. But, you know, you can make an excuse for the same way. Because you could also say, oh, well, you know, guys came straight from uh, winning the, winning, the pennant. Yeah. And they come straight in a power through and, uh, you know, win another four four games. But that did not happen. It's well, not happening. Well, actually, what I heard, though, was they were super cocky. Everybody was trying to be a hero. And they were pitching at stuff that maybe they shouldn't have. Swinging at stuff they shouldn't have. Did y'all watch stuff. the home pitching, game? Pitching. Y'all watched, obviously, the home games that we lost. Yeah. Well, the one that we were getting our ass totally handed to us was yeah. it game two. Uh, yeah, like yeah, ten to two, one yeah. or something. Twelve yeah. to. I noticed something two. What? Uh, well, obviously, people were leaving. The stands were clearing out. But yeah. Nolan Ryan and his wife were still there the whole game. And yeah. I, I could just see his face, and at one point he got up, and I'm thinking, that's when he went to the dugout, and he's like, "Give me the ball." <laughs> You know he was sitting there just like, he stayed for that whole fucking game. still do it. It was like nobody else around him. He would not leave. Be uh, be honest, though. Let's say you've been saving up your whole entire life to have an opportunity to go maybe take your aging father to the the, uh, World Series, maybe your son. You know, and, and, and you're like, you make some financial decisions that probably aren't smart, but you're going to put it all in the game because you care that much and you yeah. love the Astros so much. And they go and they get their fucking asses handed yes. to them. Like, oh, uh, God, that's painful. So, so. funny story. Uh, the daughter in our house, if you will, to keep names out of it, I think that's the way to <laughs> the, go these days. The younger female. The, younger, she, the youngest um, of females, yeah. She went with her uh, her dad and he said that he, she said, I've only, I've only been to World Series games. <laughs> this is her second baseball game, and it's both. They both been World both Series. World Series. Yeah. she's like, so I don't know what to expect if I go to a regular game. I may be bored. I'm like, well, it'd be different. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's like the that's like, that's like Dan Bil- Bilzerian saying, "I don't know what to do if chicks show up to my house clothed." Yeah, <laughs> same thing, man. Yep. Oh, Dan. Oh, oh, Danny man. boy. That was that was good. Cool. So, Good beer. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I thought it was pretty good. Thank you very much, Mr. Zach Shanks. Where'd you guys watch the games? 
You calling me out? <laughs> no, did you guys watch? Oh. Where, 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 do, you, do you want me to go first? I guess yeah. he, he doesn't feel comfortable about it, but um, yeah. Well, I know where I watched it. No, here at home. Here at home. Oh, we got a little pirate over here, I guess, uh, stealing yeah. it. Uh. No, so I um, was... Wait, why, why, why don't <laughs> you want to talk? you said. Hey, why don't you... <laughs> so I, no, so you I, 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 didn't, I did not under, know that my Xfinity account allowed me to watch it on my phone, so I've been listening to it on the radio until oh. like two games why ago. Why are you not? <laughs> what's that but just like why are you not why are you not admitting this like why are you me <laughs> why why are you afraid listen why are you afraid to say that you're illegally streaming the game well because <laughs> because i don't want to get you in trouble because you sent me the link <laughs> I, have, I kept that i kept that first proof. of all i'm not the one broadcasting that fucking link okay and i just told you that google reddit live baseball stream okay so let me tell the truth okay I'm, do y'all want the truth yeah i want the truth yeah i was listening on the radio truthfully for the first series and then i like they did in the 20s to yeah i had i have an old uh, box that sits in the living like room old I, was, I was laying on my stomach on, <laughs> on my arms just watching it kicking my feet in there <laughs> watching the radio but then i realized that i used to watch it online on pirated sites and i couldn't find it <laughs> um so, so I called Xfinity and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm a grown ass man. I'm just going to buy the fucking upgraded Box. channel. And after being on the phone for over an hour, after, even though I had the price to upgrade, which was out the door, like $99, he would not acknowledge the deal that I was looking at on their website and kept yeah. telling me it was $170. And finally, I'm like, I just, I need to get approval from the wife on this and he hung up on me yeah he didn't even let me finish talking he's like i don't pitch the bitch and I hang up. yeah he was <laughs> the bitch. that's when i reached out to you and i'm like do you know of any what's that from areas? boiler room boiler room right <laughs> yeah don't pitch the bitch don't pitch the bitch god okay go ahead well that's when i reached out to you you guys and asked if y'all knew of anywhere where i could watch it and uh ralph sent me like napster <laughs> all these lime, lime pirate water. bay that you uh you frequent E bombs world. Yeah. <laughs> no man, you fucking Google College humor. No, you Google Reddit live baseball streams. That's all you do. Well, hey, I, don't do you think, I don't know if I would leave that in there. Do you think at uh at, at the uh, Comcast office they have pictures of Giovanni Ribizzi everywhere? <laughs> Are we still sponsored by Reddit? Um yeah, probably. Is that but name? Yeah, that's his name, right? Giovanni Ribizzi? Yeah. Isn't that his name? The guy from Yes, it is. He, he's like a poor man's. What is he? he? Poor man's poor man. No, no, no. He reminds me of somebody like in all the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon movies. I guess he Casey was, Affleck. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Casey Affleck, isn't he? Well, no, I think Giovanni Giovanni Ribisi is a little more flushed out as a person. He, he was in, he was in Saving Private Ryan. Was he? Oh, that's right. He, he wanted his mom and stuff when he was dying. Yeah, that was horrible. He's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. He's a great actor. Very good. Oh. <clears throat> Speaking of World War Two, <clears throat> do you, are you guys a Dan Carlin fan? Oh, it came out this week. Oh my God! It, it is his newest uh, podcast, four and a half hour. Uh, I mean, just one of the greatest podcasts I've ever heard. And it's uh, he's he's in like chapter four of this. He's in the third chapter of this breakdown of the uh, Pacific Theater of World War Two. And I finally, I, I, do you guys uh, follow or study anything to do with the history of uh, the United States and the history of uh, uh, wars that the United States has fought? Like, eh, Civil I was War, reading World the War, Declaration of Independence as I pulled up. Every yeah, day, every day I get home, I read Ben Franklin's Almanac. Every day, mm-hmm. I stole the Declaration the of Independence. Yeah. No, uh, I uh, uh, so I've, I've always uh, wondered um, the the place that the United States had in World War Two. You know, because. Uh, you know, they kind of came in late, and they were some uh, one of the ones that had the fewest casualties. Casualties when you consider all the other, um, you know, com- uh, all the other people that were all the other countries that were fighting in it. And um, Dan Carlin, he summed it up the best way possible. You know, prior to uh, Pearl Harbor, uh, the Allies were you know Britain, France, uh, Canada, Belgium, you know, a few other places around uh, you know the uh, uh, e- e- Europe. And then uh, you know, also obviously the the British Empire, and then the way they describe the way he describes America joining the fight was basically like saying Britain and France were uh, they were the guys who came up with an idea, right? This uh, they were part of a startup, and then America 
is a venture capitalist with big deep pockets, and then they took over from there, right? You know, you had these founders that were here, like, hey, we've been fighting this war for two years. Here comes America now joining. We have, we unfortunately have to listen to them because they have the deepest pockets. They have all of the. Uh, we have a new uh, boss. Well, you kind of, yeah. It's basically like that. I was like, wow, that's a very yeah. interesting and succinct way of it's summing true, up yeah. the American contribution to it, which. America was sort of the the venture capitalist, at, you know, organizers to, to push them over the goal, to push them over the goal line, right? To 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 win the war, they they, they needed it, you know. They were they were the founders, and then America came in and sealed, you know, sealed the deal. Could you kind of could you imagine a full fledged war like today between like China, the U.S. and Russia? Could it would be imagine? hard to imagine uh, there'd be any actual conflicts uh, in the contiguous United States, uh, seeing how there hasn't really been since. Uh, you know, uh, Spanish-American War, I believe. Well, technically, um, some Japanese, yeah, they, did, not, they, yes. they did crash some planes in Oregon, off the coast of Oregon. And, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but yeah, no no, no real conflict. You're right. Yeah. So that would be, uh, I don't know, that would yeah, be very still happen. Like Red be, Dawn, you're thinking. Yeah, there could be like, you know, there could be sleeper cells. They would be very, very asleep. I mean. <laughs> very asleep. I don't know, man. But uh, anyway, so if you get a chance, uh, download Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Best history teacher ever. Oh, God. I mean, he, he really, uh, if you ever get a chance and uh, listen to the uh, his World War I uh, podcast series, I mean, that's you realize, like, wow, we were undersold on how great that war was. You, you know, know I'm going to say something about Dan Carlin. He has a website. We don't promote him or, or we're not sponsored by him. But it's yeah, we are. everyone needs to listen to this guy. But you, that's one paywall that I will pay through to go listen to all of his old ones. Because you have to pay past, like, what, a year ago? Yeah, he's only got the last, by, I don't know, half dozen or so. Right, but he has, what, like, three or four years worth of them on his website. Oh, really? That you can download, and they're all amazing. And they're worth it. I think they're, like, ten bucks a piece or something. So I've tried it one time. I tried to listen to him one time, and I just, I felt like I was in a... uh, Really? You didn't like it? I felt like I was in a college lecture, man. Oh, I don't know. He's Um, good. His delivery. it, it, It could be just my intention span. Well, he wasn't a history teacher. I think he was a radio announcer. Oh, really? Radio yeah, personality. Yeah, his, his history is uh, his back. He was, is in radio. Is in radio. Yeah, and my my favorite quote of his is quote when he like he always like the, when he's uh, quoting someone he says quote he hits it home. yeah he hits it home he really I'll, hits that quote hard. I'll do um I'll do another one and see if I can get into it. But I just the first time I listened to him, I wasn't. We don't want to force you to be more intelligent. I, no, I love history, man. I mean, I'll you know. It was probably my favorite subject at school. Did you just say favorited? That and pornography making. Mm. But other than that. All right. Okay. So you're, you're you're coming back up, right? Are you are you ready, Mr. James? Yes. For the murder. Yes. For the blood section. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. We will be right back after this. After this. <laughs> And we're back. Hey, everybody! Hey! <laughs> God, the, the the look on your face. Feeling very engaged. Yeah, the look I on your got, face. I saw that Morgan Freeman earring flicker with that light hit it. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a uh, case plan that I spent the last two weeks working on, just really dived into it. Hours. I don't, I don't believe hours. that. And then this happened. I get an alert on my phone from the Neighbors app, which I know, Ralph, you're part of that. Hey, wait, the next door? Is it? Or called? on Facebook. I'm on the Facebook one. Oh, uh, see, I don't... Is next door better? It's called the Neighbors app. The Neighbors it's app. It's put out by Ring. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm on that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were. Yeah. Um, I've seen you on some of the videos that people put up <laughs> that are breaking their house. Some guy. So, if you don't know, listener, it's an app that you can get for free. Ring, the company that everyone gets these fancy doorbells from... You can uh, get alerts from your neighbors when something happens. Usually it's like, my neighbor's house is on fire, or I found a dog. Or Usually? How many times does that Yeah, happen? or <laughs> gunshots, gunshots heard, where's my wife? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, I was at work, and I get a, an alert, and it said, uh, don't leave your house um, if you live at the northwest side of 290 Oak Forest area because there's been a murder. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? 
And then someone chimed in, yeah, the, the choppers are still flying over. So I'm starting to really get intrigued by what the hell's going on. Come to find out, last week on Antoine, uh, off 290, which is near our neighborhood, uh, by there's a, there's a Whataburger over there, Discount Tire, and a Pie Pies. The, a Popeyes. You I, said a Pie Pies. I, I say Pie Pies, too. Pie Pies? Like it's, you eat pie there? It's okay. Okay. No, no, no that's how you say no, it. No, this, so, is, this was a... That's how you say it. Uh, to be very clear... This, the place I'm talking about is Pie Pie. It is a pie place. <laughs> so thanks, Brower, for making fun of me. No, so I'm, at just, the pie I'm pies. confirming that's where it was because that's my favorite pie place. Yes. <laughs> so they had a armor truck there from, I don't remember if it was Loomis or well, I don't think I wrote it down, to be honest, but my, uh, I did so much research. And material. It was just running together. Anyway, there's an armor truck there. Picking up the cash as they do. The driver stays in the car as he does. And the partner goes in and gets the bag of money and brings it out. Well, as the guy was coming out with the bag of money, according to the Chronicle, a very uh, brazen attack happened on the armored truck. The security guard was approached by three masked men. And he actually saw him coming up from witnesses. Yeah. And he reached for his gun. And when he reached for his gun, one of the three men shot him at very close range in the face with a rifle. So two, there were two pistols. Rifle? Yeah, two pistols and then one guy had a rifle. The rifle Holy was shit. the guy that shot him in the face. Um, like a hunting rifle, huh? I don't know. They haven't really come out and said too much Fuck. more than that. This is all from witnesses because yeah. the obviously he fell to the ground dead immediately. Uh, they ran off and didn't grab the bag of money, but then fucking, they, wow. they quickly turned around. One of them didn't went back and got it. Oh, they did. Okay. So... The video surveillance shows uh, footage of the Pie Pies and the getaway driver uh, who was also involved. And again, they were all wearing hoodies. Faces were all concealed. Uh, they were driving a black Chevrolet Impala. But witnesses said that as they left, they were just, you, when you picture like a, a robbery, yeah, people just haul ass and squeal tires. Right. They said at no point did these guys do any of that. They just nonchalantly got in their car or just like fuck it we've done drove this. off went like to the they've stop been here light. before yeah went to the stoplight and took their time and drove off yeah well you know really quick um it's horrible that this guy died in the line of doing his job um but you know i it's a it's kind of a throwback an armored car knockover you know it's like uh you know you gotta get a guy got a wheel man a second story guy and a, a safe cracker and uh you know ocean's 11 so that's right i mean this is a this is like old school crime it's like heat that's right. right well you know the at some point they hey, if, wait wait if we were gonna pull off a caper <clears throat> yeah okay which uh which guy would you be safe cracker would you guy be would you guys be the uh muscle um, the the leader Ralphie the, would be uh, can, can I can sure. I go first? The wheelman. Can I go first? I'm a second story guy. Go ahead. Okay, I am the guy who throws up on the way to the big heist and then gets out of the car and runs. <laughs> oh, you're the uh, we call you the uh, second guesser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would be surveillance for months in advance. I would have a fake mustache and dark glasses and just I, be casing I'm, the joint. Yeah. I'm second story man. I'm the guy's like, oh no no, no guys, we'll be the whole time. Here's the tickets. Yeah, Later. I got it right. You're here. the alibi guy. Yeah, second story. Hmm. So anyway, go ahead. So at some point, they, I, this is where it got confusing to me, but they got into a gold SUV. But the reason I'm talking about the SUV is because it was ditched in Oak Forest in the neighborhood. It was? Yeah. Right. That's, oh, see, that's smart. That's where we're recording, the, by the way. By the way, these guys watch way too much TV because they knew to steal a car, right. take off with it, and hop into another car that's stolen. Well, run off with it. Wow, that's like professional shit. Well, yeah. Columbo, that was good investigative reporting because <laughs> the SUV was, they found later found that it had been stolen three days before. Where at? Ding, ding, From ding, Harris ding. County. So they obviously had been planning this for a while. They yeah. use, a lot of times you, when you have like people breaking into cars or robbing places, yeah. they always have paper plates. I don't know if you ever heard yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a big thing that mm-hmm. they know at least to not have, if the car is not stolen, get paper plates. Yeah. Uh, or they'll go, they'll just go rip a paper plate off a car, or the, they'll print one off. All right, thank you. Yeah. Even so, if you're a dealer, I guess you could do that. Um, but again, all the witnesses said they drove off as if nothing had happened. Uh, they one person was quoted as saying they took their time. Uh, not one time did you hear rubber burn. So wow. these guys were definitely planning this for a while. The 
5100 block of Viking Drive is where the SUV was. Oh, that's dropped. right over here. Yeah, yeah it's a couple streets they, over. That's dude. where they dropped it off. Wow. It, that's what it was. They didn't yeah. switch. So that's what it was. Okay, they you switched know, to a Black Impala. So the Black Impala was parked in Viking okay, Drive. Okay. They left the scene in the SUV that was stolen and then got yeah. into an Impala. So I, I got to say, guys, you know, <clears throat> I have to drive, you know, about 40 minutes, to, 45 minutes to get down here when there's no traffic. We were recording on a Sunday morning, mind you. Uh, and uh, I realized, okay, sometimes Waze will have me either take the take 290 or... Oh, Hampstead? Yeah, cut through like the old part of the city. No, man, mm. you always take this bastardized. No, no, no. Way. I took 290 here. That takes an hour to get here. No, no, no. Okay. I took 290. It's safer on 290. But like, there's also a way you can get down here, down on Antoine off of 249. Yep. And this is not a safe area, guys. They need to hurry up and get the rest of these poor people out of here. I mean, <laughs> with this, that's with this gentrification not speed itself up? I mean, he, this he's is joking, weird. by the way. That's I, of course, terrible. I am. Uh, no, but that that is still an area that's a little bit crime ridden. That, right. That's what's happening down here. So, uh, funny story. <clears throat> long time ago, very very long time ago, there was a. And little, there is more to this before you go off the, your stupid tangent, Morgan. That's right. So, long time ago, there was this little pot shop. Um, a, a, a little uh, what like was a it flower pot shop. Like flower pots. So no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was a head shop. It was a head, a head shop. shop. Oh, yeah. like for a vehicle. Uh, yeah, it was a head shop, and uh, it was off of 34th Street. Uh, and I can't remember the name of it because I'm not going to tell you. And uh, <laughs> and I don't think it exists anywhere. It definitely got bulldozed. That's right. It did. And the building is something else now. So, but anyway, I had gone there uh, kind of randomly one night. Like, I'm not a partaker in the smoker of the green stuff. Uh, you lot. were looking for that Bob Marley poster that was neon. Yes, that's right. So, but I walked in there because someone asked me to pick up something for them. And I said, sure, why not? I'll do that. So I go by there. It's in the evening on a Friday into this little uh, head shop. And there's a incense. There's a, a gentleman there working. Uh, seemed like a nice fellow. Uh, probably a guy I would not associate with normally, but uh, you know, uh, he looked like he could have been a rapper, perhaps. Uh, was hip hop music playing or reggae? Uh, I mean, uh, typically was, in a head shop, it it's like it probably been, It probably would have been more reggaeton, you know, okay. or like a, <laughs> you know, maybe like a uh, kind of like a soca music, or maybe no, like a. Uh, Grateful Dead, maybe? Or no, probably like Tejano music. But the guy was super nice, super friendly, and we just kind of shooting the breeze. And uh, I, I, he was, I asked for, a, I think the person wanted a, like a glass pipe, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll grab that for them. And then um, he was, we were just kind of talking or whatever, and I said something about smoking something, and I was like, I wish this was uh, one of those states where you it was okay. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, and he 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 made it look like he knew something that I didn't know, or what. We were going back and forth, and I was like, well, I, I, somehow I talked the guy into selling me something he had. And it turns out he had marijuana. Marijuana. That's right. That's when you move your jacket back and showed him the bag. <laughs> no, so I was like, oh, I'll try that. So I I bought some, and some friends and I had it, and it was really good. So I had, uh, and this was years ago, very years ago, years ago. When and you were a child. Uh, that's right. And I had gone back there a couple of hundred times or so, and uh, <laughs> uh, maybe not that many times, probably not that many. But um, anyway, so uh, one time I walked in there, and uh, again, you know, I this guy, he looked like he might have been someone that if I did not know him, I would have probably not wanted to talk to him. You know, just he just seemed like a guy who was probably in. It didn't look like he was. You don't want him to take home, take your daughter out. So, uh, but wow. yeah, not, but not attractive. Yeah. So nice guy. Uh, nice guy. And, uh, so I come in there kinda, one day, kind of overweight. Okay. Go in there one day and he's got this really, well, he's first of all, he comes out, he's got this really fancy cane and I was like, Oh, cool. oh really? Yeah. And then he's got this weird, huge bandage on his hip. And it's like sticking out like buddy, four inches off his hip. And he's got the pants he was wearing are cut out to allow for this gigantic bandage. What? That's weird. And then he's got another bandage around like the back of his arm. His, Shark like, bicep. Bite. So I was like, oh, dude, man, uh, you all right? He's like, yeah, yeah, man, I'm, a, I'm all right, man. And I was like, uh, what happened, man? Did you ever get a car, car accident? You got to ask. You got yeah, to ask. Definitely a car accident. Like, and he's like, got shot, man. It's like, like what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. Somebody came in to rob me, man. I wrestled with him, shot me in the hip, shot me in the arm. And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, man. I used to love this story. I was like, I said, like, did you go to the police? I asked him, like, police? No. And he's like, 
no man i got no police i was like all right well uh yeah, thank you so much uh, i'll see you later never went back in there again <laughs> holy god i mean this guy was like he admitted he didn't go to the police after getting shot which yeah. I, I don't know how that's possible those are like home, homemade bandages probably yeah, yeah i think the bullet i think he said the bullet both bullets passed through wow so i was like oh well, good for you well i mean and i think at some like point a, if you get shot and you see it come out the other side you're probably like i got this get that first aid kit out of the cabinet honey Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. So that was back when I lived in this area when it was really bad. Now it's just getting very bad. So <laughs> okay. It's gone from really to very. Yeah. They just keep moving Applebee's and TGI Fridays up in here. And eventually Pie Pies. Yeah. Eventually Pie Pies. Pie we'll Pies. Yeah. We'll so, leave. but anyway, yeah. So uh, good luck down here, guys. Go ahead. Thanks. Finish, so, finish so, your murder story. Yep. Yep. Well, so when this happened, back to, the, to, to crime in Houston, I started pulling up other articles of the almost identical heist of armored cars i didn't realize it was such an epidemic in houston but in 2016 i vaguely remember this uh there were there were four guys that robbed an amity bank and a world a wells fargo bank um again in 2016 it was nelson polk mark hill john scott and benny phillips jr all four men were eventually convicted uh well three of them were because of what i'm about to tell you but it was the similar situation, an armored truck on August 29th, 2016 at a Wells Fargo on uh, the 13,000 block of Northwest Freeway, which is pretty close to here as well. Yeah. And it was a Loomis armored car. Um, also at Amogee Bank, at 400 North Sam Houston Parkway, which is, that's more north side. Yeah. Um, so in this particular case, the ringleader was surveilling the place. Uh, for months and what he would do is he would act almost as if he was a sniper or something and he would oh wow from a distance he would hold up shop with a rifle yeah uh, Brower was talking about roles they took and he would just pick the guy off if he if needed to get the money wow yeah and this happened here yeah and i, I, I didn't, never heard of this i didn't realize this either well they only ended up killing one guy one of them was an attempted robbery at the um the Amogee Bank was the attempted robbery because okay. they eventually found wiretaps and they, they kind of caught on to these guys that were doing it because they had already killed someone at Wells Fargo. And they yeah. eventually some people gave the cops tips and they were able to tap their phones. Uh, I heard that uh, one of the security guards was reaching for him and he grabbed it. He had a lock of his hair. And he t- got hair samples. Turns out they surfed down in Galveston yep. by the chemicals in the beach. And it turns out there was a bunch of surfers with uh, presidential masks. No, I'm sorry. That's point break. That's sorry. point break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So they were able to tap into their phones, basically. Sex wax. And they were able to track these guys down through phone calls, and they were able to catch up to them at the crime at the Amogee Bank during its oh, attempt. Oh, during, during it happened. And when the, when the leader was approached by officers, he aimed his rifle at the cops, and the cops shot him dead. Oh, no shit. So the ringleader was eventually killed at the second attempted heist because they were already on to him when they didn't know it. Yeah. But the strangest thing about this leader that I want to close... James takes... I'm getting my jack off. This is where I've really got to get into this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leader of this group, which did not look like the nicest guy in the world, he was a suspect in a case of a murder of none other than... Joe Stewart, 55 years old. Does that name ring a bell? Good old Joe. No, not at all. He was the gentleman that owned Stewart Cadillac. Oh. In Midtown. It's been there since like God knows how long. When when, when was he killed? Uh, 2015. Really? May 7th. I never knew that. He was a suspect in the murder of this gentleman. He was at outside of his Montrose house. He parked his car, walked into his garage, and a masked man came up and shot him dead. Like a hit. Yeah. Wow. And this guy, I think, was the one who did it, or one of the suspects. But wow. anyway, it's interesting how this armed robbery case went from an alert on my phone to something that's happened again right? Yeah. in Houston, which I didn't know that happened a lot. Armored car yeah, heist. Me neither. It's interesting that you know, in the first case you mentioned that uh, whenever they shot the guy in the face, they took off and running. They took off running. And uh, they had to go back and get the money, which tells me that I don't think they anticipated killing that guy. Um, which that doesn't necessarily make them any bad or you know any worse or any better, but uh, you know I, I don't think they had that that clear intention of like we're going to shoot this dude. Um, well, which you he said was it, reaching the cop the, the guard was reaching for his gun. They probably got trigger happy. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So you said a word that uh, triggered something in memory uh, today. 
is the uh, seventh anniversary of something very something uh, horrific that happened to me. Uh, my younger brother passed away seven years ago today. Oh, yeah, yeah man. And that was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just wanted to say, uh, I, uh, you, both you guys, seven years ago, were two of the guys I called uh, that night it happened. Uh, Ralph, you showed up to my house. Oh, and here we go. I can't <laughs> begin to thank you. Wait, enough. wait, what do you mean, here we go? Wait, no, <laughs> I know where this is going. Oh, no, I, I can't I don't, begin to thank I don't you know. enough. And, uh, you know, you were there for me all night, stayed the night at my house up on the floor, I believe. Uh, and it, there was a there was a blow mattress. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, I would never sleep on your floor. You it's and uh, that's right. And then you and your uh, uh, wife at the time uh, came over the next day. Which one? Well, and uh, were very number four, uh, number five. That's right. Very generous and uh, you know cooked food for everybody. It was it was really great. And yeah. everyone just kind of hung out and it was really cool. Uh, Jaim's uh, called him and didn't answer. <laughs> Way to be there for him, buddy. I mean, didn't answer his fucking phone. Left him a message in tears. So I, those who know me, know me that you will, there's one thing you'll never hear from me. This is true. There's one thing you'll never hear I'm from sorry. me. I'm uh, sorry. I'm your friend. Compassion. Me, what can I do for you? No, actually, it, remorse. It, it's not from me you'll, that you'll never hear around me. And that is my phone ringing because it's always on silent. I rely on my watch to By design. my phone ringing. Everyone's got an excuse. By like, design. Oh my God. I don't know my friend's brother's dies. I'm going to turn my phone off. Yeah, but you didn't. Well, you, first of all, wasn't it late on, night? Too? You didn't have yeah, an, like 11. You didn't have Saturday night. You didn't have an Apple watch back then. So I've, I've always had my phone on silence. What I'm saying mm. it's always or vibrate, <laughs> especially when I'm sleeping at 11 o'clock at night. So James, thanks for nothing. And Ralph, thanks for everything. Who was there in the morning? First thing when he found out <laughs> guilt, Okay. <laughs> Who showed up there the next morning at eleven fifty nine a.m.? <laughs> that's right. Thanks again, James. No, that did show up. All right, everybody. Great stuff. Good stuff. Anything else see you got there, Josh? Is that all you got? So there was another. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all your information about your horrible neighborhood and all their crime, all the crime here. Yeah, those that's alerts. Awesome. I have to meet those alerts too because they happen so much. Great work, Mister James. Always. Yeah. So I also heard though. That, um, you know, the, the, the sniper case that you were mentioning, in addition to the Stuart Cadillac gentleman, mm-hmm. um, there was a franchise owner, Carol Oliver, 68. Um, he was gunned down leaving um, a McDonald's restaurant uh, carrying cash. And so they say that potentially um, those. He was tied to that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're tied to that, too. So that could be a whole other this case fucking, in itself. I know this fucking guy apparently. Um, there's a lot more, from what I understand, there's a little bit more to the story. Um, maybe we'll do a little update. Next a spinoff week. story of maybe the a little... spinoff story of the one I did yeah. today. Because let's, let's yeah, so, so just to keep everybody clear here, so there's two stories. Number one, there's the armed robbery that happened right down the street. This up, week. Yeah. And then and then uh, Josh was doing somewhat related crime based off of a number of other bank robberies slash armored car robberies. And so it looks like the gentleman who was involved in that was a fucking psychopathic killer who killed um, Mr. Stewart and then also Mr. Oliver. So yeah, I've never seen those billboards all over the place. Which ones? For, what do you mean? For rewards that McDonald's franchise. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So they think this guy may be tied to it. So I'll tell you what. I'm, well, the, to be clear, too, the guys in the case that just happened are still on the run. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's fucking really scary. Yeah. Completely yeah. hooded and... I guess two stolen cars. They're having a tough time. But, you know, with three people involved, one of the three is going to talk. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to talk. That's very difficult to keep three people. Unless they're professionals, you know? I mean. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't know how professional you can be if you're going to. No, you get up finding a girlfriend, you fall in love, and you tell her. Somebody, yeah. it'll catch up to you. Probably. Cool. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Thank you, James. Oh, one other thing I want to throw out there. Anything for Morgan? Do you have anything to say? No, I've said all that I need to say. <laughs> Um, so they, you know, they did bring Josh James into the game last night. Did you see that? And he fucked everything up. Yeah. Well, he looked very unhappy. He almost, um, yeah, he almost cost us a game. Yeah. He was in and out really quick. But he didn't. Yeah, I know. I know. And it does remind me of, you know, who. So Josh, thank you so much. Brower, you're up. You ready? Let's do it. All right. We will be right back after this. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Back with 
Brower's Bayou. Hopefully he got something for us. That's right. So we're going to start off in the human garbage segment here uh, of my segment. Uh, deep in uh, the backwoods where only country people come from, Magnolia, Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James, a former bus monitor with the Magnolia Independent School District, will likely spend the rest of his life as a Texas prisoner. Judge sentenced Matthew Turner Curry. For, you know him? I'm looking right now. <laughs> to two life sentences plus 30 years. Uh, Curry pled guilty to five cases, including aggravated sexual assault of a child and possession of child pornography. Ugh. Yeah, a guy was a bus monitor, and I mean, I'm not going to go into what's a, what's detail. A, what's a no, bus, yeah, what is a bus monitor? What is a bus monitor? Well, it's uh, for special needs kids. They require a special, an, an extra person. Oh, like bus. he's on, oh no. Yeah, so he was uh, sexually assaulting a special needs oh, child. Oh my God, that's horrible. So yeah, that's why he got two life sentences, which I think was pretty light Jeez. when you think about it. So uh, he had five total counts, including uh, a Child pornography charges. Oh, this so. guy's not going to survive in prison. Yeah, no, he's definitely a guy that should, uh, the sisters should have their way with him. Wow. So, uh, but anyway, so, which brings me to uh, hollow, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, happy Halloween. Uh, so, uh, a Georgia sheriff is putting no trick-or-treat signs in the yards of sex offenders. So, wow. What Can is you it? believe that? No yeah. trick Oh, okay. So, Georgia, the uh, Georgia sheriff, uh, county sheriff is put, placing signs in neighbor, in, in, in front of uh, sex offenders homes saying do not trick-or-treat here and the sex offenders are suing really you know yeah. uh ashley did the search for yeah. pedophiles in the area yeah. yeah this area and found one that it was an aggressive case if you will really and aggravated you mean well you can call it that as well if you like. I, I don't think you aggravating uh when you label something as aggravated it becomes a different level of crime so if if I don't know that aggressive would have been there in the description of it because I know what you're talking about. It would have probably been aggravated sexual assault, which is like sexual assault with injury, sexual assault of something else. But yeah. Ray Brower. His Esquire. nickname was Aggressive Andy. So I don't know. <laughs> Say what you want to do to downplay what I'm saying. But oh, I'm not downplaying. She drove by his house and it looks like the stereotypical, like what you would see in the movies, like a true detective or something. Really? Like this dilap- the house is like dilapidated and it's like a single guy that lives there oh. with like a just it looks pretty bad that sounds like me in 2014 yeah exactly yeah, was, was there like uh, playground equipment in the front yard or something yeah no, free, free, close, candies, but free candy signs it, it's near one of the schools over here which is even crazier but wait, wait I thought there, there was I thought some so ordinance too. or something I about. thought so too but maybe they're grandfathered in like it was a family home I don't know maybe it's a hundred yards or something mm. hey, um, anyway hey, did you guys see who was in Houston on Friday night Bill, Bill, Bill Clinton. Oh, I heard. <laughs> he was with Tillman Fertitta. <laughs> no, Hillary. No, Monica. <laughs> but hey, Bill was here with Tillman, his buddy. Hey, they were at uh, Tillman's uh, hotel, Post Oak. Have you guys been, been there? there? Have you been there since it's been like rebranded? Oh, no. With Epstein. <laughs> oh, have you? Um, so go, I, go to the Instagram location on post oak hotel and just look at all the all the people who tag that it is very very interesting hey okay so hmm. uh you guys both identify as males right yeah you, you still do rough yeah, yeah i do uh, yeah yeah well okay uh, brower uh, his him his uh so uh i saw this and you and you both have uh sons right mm-hmm. yes yeah so do i, I have two so uh, I saw this very interesting uh, thing here. Are you familiar with Jay Shetty, no. motivational speaker? Sounds very, very, very good. Very Sounds good pretty guy. shetty. Well, yeah. Well, he, he was a <laughs> he was a he was a monk for a long time, and now he's just uh, one of those just uh, wonderful uh, you know smile on his face all the time, telling you everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, Don't but worry. he came up with a really good comprehensive list, uh, a short. List of thirty-two things to teach a uh, teach a son. So I want to go over a few of these. And Let me add this to my list. Tell me what you guys think about these. Okay. So these are rules to teach your son. Mm-hmm. Never shake a man's hand sitting down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't enter a pool by the stairs. <laughs> a man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. In negotiation, never make the first offer. Request a late checkout. <laughs> when entrusted with a secret, keep it. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. Return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Ooh. Mm. Play with passion or don't play at all. When shaking hands, grip firmly. That sounds like a stripper. Look at them in the eye. Passion. Don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. If you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. Carry two handkerchiefs, one for your back pocket 
is for you, and the one in your breast pocket's for her. Mm. Uh, you marry the girl, you marry her family. Mm. Be like a duck, remain calm on the surface, and paddle like crazy underneath. Experience the serenity of traveling alone. I don't really get that. Never be afraid to ask out the best-looking girl in the room. Never turn down a breath mint. A sports coat is worth a thousand words. Try try writing your own eulogy. Never stop revising. Thank mm. a veteran, then make it up to him. Eat lunch with a new kid. After writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. Ask your mom to That's play. That's a good one right there, by the way. She won't let you win. Manners maketh the man. Give credit, take the blame. Stand up to bullies, protect those bullied. Write down your dreams. Take time to snuggle with your pets. They love you so much, and they're always happy to see you. That's sure. where he went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. That's where he gets arrested. and humble at the same time. If ever in doubt, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. And the last one, in all things, lead by example, not by, not by explanation. Those are all really good. I like them all, except the one. one. The one away. about the handkerchief in the back pocket. Or the cuddling with the dogs. That is 100%. That's, uh, those are signals for various uh, various sex acts. Depending yeah. on what color it is and what side or what pocket you uh, you wear it. Yeah. Have you guys not seen Cruising with Al Pacino? Have you guys not seen Oh, that? yes. Of course I have. I need to. Can you forward me that? I want to <laughs> reread that to people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Put that in the show notes. Okay. That's right. So a funny thing is uh, most of the uh, stories I read are people who violate some of those uh, kind of rules to live by. Right. This guy in particular, a 19-year-old Missouri man faces charges in the alleged mutilation and decapitation of a cat inside of an Arby's bathroom. What? As revenge for being tired, fired. Tanner Maggard uh, was charged with one count of animal abuse and one count of property damage in Jackson County. According Jesus. to court documents, he has also been ordered to stay a thousand feet away from the Arby's location where the incident originally allegedly happened. Maggard used to work Ugh. at the location before he was fired in June for allegedly setting fires in the restaurant. On October 19th, court documents stated that Maggard went to the Arby's, ordered food, and went to the men's bathroom. He eventually came out and asked the manager if it had been remodeled. Maggard then went back to the bathroom and into a stall. According to court documents, the manager went to clean the bathroom after all the customers had left, and he could hear Maggard in the stall coughing and gagging. The manager left the bathroom and waited for Maggard to leave so he could finish cleaning. When the manager went back into the bathroom to finish cleaning, he found a mutilated cat inside the stall. Court documents said the manager found a cut open and decapitated hat on the changing table. The table, the toilet, the walls, the doors of the stall were all covered in the animal's blood. The cat's head was also propped up on top of the changing table. The manager exited the bathroom and through a window saw Maggard allegedly in his truck in the parking lot, possibly waiting to see a reaction. The manager wow. ran out to get the license plate of the truck and Maggard fled the scene. Wow. Officers responded to the restaurant processed the scene. One of the officers noted there was a foul odor coming from the cat and that it was still warm to the touch, indicating the Gross. animal was recently killed. Where where was this? Wow. At an Arby's in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, so Gross. horrific. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty... I was wondering, uh, see, I knew there was something up with that Arby's sauce. That's right. Well, I have another story here about a decorated cop who got arrested for having sex with his own dog. It's a canine. <laughs> uh, oh, and also 39 counts of child porn. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, this world is full of despicable people. And it's getting really hot in here. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, very, uh, very good podcast here, everybody. Yeah, that was great. Man. Yeah. That's, the blood section was badass. That's, uh, still thinking about that cat. That's really... I know, I know. It's, uh, look, I, I don't... Uh, I think that uh, animal cruelty is, uh, is horrific. And uh, I just... Uh, in those uh, quotes by Jay Shetty, I just happened to... You know, uh, that I keyed on that one about taking care of your pets and this guy's yeah. definitely not taking care of his pet i don't know if that was his pet probably just found a random stray cat well shetty said to cuddle with your pets yeah, yeah exactly and don't don't decapitate them and put them on a changing table yeah and an arby's that just so dismissed you you know seen i hire and fire 19 year olds all the time for the company i work for yeah none of them have done that well that's oh good. which by the way uh, i tell you i found a homeless encampment a literal encampment where i'd say uh the, the encampment is probably 95 yards from the entrance of one of my uh, locations. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit further, but it is really close. And it's a, it is a, there's a little, uh, I don't know, like a woods. It's kind of like a small section of uh, 
Undeveloped land. Yeah, undeveloped land between a... Uh, that's a fancy way to say woods. That's right. Between a gas station and then the undeveloped land and then a Walmart over there off of 1960. So it is... Uh, it is uh, they have this whole little area. It's all kind of full of gross old furniture to overturn shopping carts. And uh, yeah, and I actually took pictures of it. I'll show them to you. And you can see one of the guys laying in there in the uh, in a shopping cart. No, on a couch they had there. Oh. So it turns out before, not too long ago, there was uh, one of those uh, donation dumpsters for people to drop right. stuff off. Uh, but people were just actually just throwing their shit out. Okay. So, you know, something about those. Those dumpsters actually, some of those, as y'all are looking at those photos and not listening, are for profit, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I've seen those. They're not, you're donating to someone making money off of you. Yeah, because they're selling them for scrap. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, you got to be careful where you donate. You, so. Well, really, if you think about it, it's a, it's just another place that at least it's not going to a landfill. So it's right. not about, you know, even if, if, if someone, if I could, not throw something in the garbage and know that it would just stay in the landfill, and then they can get pennies on it, pennies on the on the pound. I'd be okay with that. I once, right. uh, when I had my little web design company, uh, this this company that I did a website for, wow, they that's a full camp. They had those uh, they had those dumpsters everywhere, and they would they would go and they would sort through all the clothes, and they would find wow. like vintage t shirts, vintage like five hundred one jeans, fucking sell them at markets, sell them at auctions and stuff. And the rest, they would ship overseas, and they would get basically paid by the pound. I saw like India and Pakistan and all these other places. I was at a stoplight one time, and I saw, you know, you can clearly tell, uh, no offense, but we can tell when someone's homeless for the most part. Yeah. And he had on a shirt from the company I was currently working for oh, really? out of college. And I'm like, well, I need to get a new job because it looks like eventually you end up on the streets. But he had a guy, I guess, at a Goodwill. Or I something. walk into a thrift store and saw one of our uh, giveaway T-shirts right in the front. And really? I'm like, oh, I had to buy it. It's like a dollar. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Throw it away. Yeah, you don't want that sitting there. But anyway. Good stuff. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and cue the music. That's right. When uh, Next podcast, we'll tell you about the uh, Beer Blood in the Bayou Christmas party we're and, planning. And bus tour. Oh, and we're going to buy, trip, trip. buy a dozen pies from Popeyes. That's, that's right. right, everybody. It's going to be good. Totally legit. Oh.